It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome. You are listening to The Travel Winds, hosted by Pete Kotzbach. This is a weekly interview show about people who travel for work and all the ups and downs that go along with it. Here we go. Welcome back to The Travel Winds Podcast. I appreciate the time. Today, pretty special guest. I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. Welcome to the show, Goldilocks. I just like saying that out loud. Singer. Wrestling uh, entertainer, manager, personality, personality. There you go. Wrestling too. Yeah. A podcaster, reality TV show superstar. I'm go there. Host, whatever. Host. Yeah, yeah. What What am I missing? You know, I did a lot of things in the home improvements space. There you go. So a, lot of, a lot of people. Some people know that. Some people don't. Jane of all trades, Jack of all trades. And you know the rest of that saying. People always say like Jack of all trades, master of none. But if you go look up the rest of that saying, it's actually really positive. And uh, I don't even know the rest of the saying. I just know that it's not what people think that it is. It's actually like basically saying more than like, because some people will say, I'm a Jack of all trades, a master of none. But then they kind of say that like almost downplaying or downgrading themselves if you go look at the rest of the quote, it's actually like super positive saying like, and you're just such a badass that you can do like lots of things really well. So I just wanted to say that throwing that out there. I don't know if I like you now. You just gave me homework. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I, I got to look it up. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It was really nice of you to ask me on your show. You got a chance to, we yeah. did your show, uh, a little while ago and that was super cool of you to be on and just share experiences from all of your guests. Like, you kept saying, well, go listen to the podcast. Go listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I did actually listen to some, and you're really great at what you do. So it's an honor to be on your show. And I really, I really appreciate you asking me on. Thank you. No, I, 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 know, I know your schedule is incredibly busy. So I appreciate getting a, a sliver of it. It's, uh, kidding? that was so kind. I'm in a, I'm in a mood. Uh, I don't, I, I really work like about 20 hours every day, seven days a week. And that's yeah. no exaggeration. And it's by choice. I don't have a family like you do or a partner. And um, so I'm just packing it in. But do you ever, and I know people listening and watching would understand this. Do you ever just have it designed where, okay, I, I don't have a lot of time, but I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And it just doesn't really go as planned. And that has just been the last few days of just wonderful stuff, but like no time so yesterday 
did this huge oh i photographer photographer of the stars oh, yeah that's right i forgot about that so i have a photography studio at my haunted hospital in nashville tennessee it's this old hospital for one of the chemical plants that i remodeled into a, a studio and a recording studio and a photography studio just a great creative place but um my one of my uh, friends called me and said i i was driving and this like rat or rodent ran in front of my car and almost hit my car like try not to hit this whatever it was and then i guess he got a closer look and he decided to get out of the car and see what it was because he didn't hit it but and it scooted into the bushes and the next thing you know it's this little tiny kitten the next thing you know you think could i bring it over here and you know what are you, what are you gonna say you know like no don't bring that tiny little helpless animal over here but i said yes but then you don't realize like every two and a half hours yeah <laughs> yeah feed it and yeah. make massage its belly to make it do its business. And, and then I was like, not feeling sorry for myself, but I'm like, ah, I don't have time for it. And I'm trying yeah. to like not be a jerk. And then the next thing, you know, my back door, there's like this horrific scratching and there's this beautiful dog with lymphoma, like all oh these birds at the door with the harness on it. Somebody's dog. I I'm allergic to dogs. And I'm doing my best to like sit with this Peter for, for like four hours. Like I <laughs> that was my sleep time. So thank you for letting me be a few minutes tardy. I've just been dealing with, I guess, Noah's Ark over here at the studio. So well, <laughs> if, if I get down, if I get down on my luck, I know whose door I'm showing up at. God, right? <laughs> I'll be like, Goldie, Goldie. Yeah, it was going to town. It and it almost smashed through the door to get to the cats that were because they had the the door open, just the glass door, and this dog just showed up and saw my cats and it was going to get them. So <laughs> I apologize for being just a couple minutes late. I was oh, doing no. this to be a good Samaritan. Yeah, I, I'd much rather talk to a good Samaritan than somebody that's not. Okay, well there you go. So yes. So now it's your turn to ask questions. How cool on the other side of the fence. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited because the, the and, and I'm so glad you said how busy you are, because I think a lot of business travelers, that's the hard part about it, right? It's, it's you know, because you if you have a flight at, at 10, 10 a.m., you have a, that's a hard time. You know, it's not like, well, I'll be a little late if I'm driving. I could, you know, I, I won't stop. So you have to really schedule your time. You have to be I mean, you have hard times that you have to make. It's, it's literally, and it's, I, I come across as being just a real asshole and jerk a lot of the times because sure. the people don't understand, like, if I don't get there at a certain time and make things happen, if I, if I error, it's not like I'm sliding into the office a little late or this or that. Like, if I make one mistake, I affect so many people's livelihoods, money, income, yeah. families, and it's like, it's a lot of pressure and i think the thing that i need to work on the best is being more graceful about it because man if i'm in a if i'm in a mood like and it's it's literally like don't you see that it's not this isn't even about me this is like please stop talking to me don't even look at me i'm yeah. trying to and, and with where i'm at in nashville like everybody's coming from i don't know where but like you can't even get how long was it just to get to security in minneapolis the other day just to get to security because there was a Taylor Swift concert that just got let out and she wasn't playing in the Dakotas and all the other surrounding areas. So everybody in Minneapolis just to get to the security entrance line took two and a half hours. Peter, what if I didn't now I get to the airport oh. so early, 
I lie about my flight or I'm elusive or I don't know. It's about this time. And it's always two hours earlier than when anybody else would get there to give myself a huge window because most people that don't travel, they're always like, eh, I'll just get there when I'll, or, oh, you don't, here's what I hear all the time. You don't need to get there that early. It's like, yeah, I want to get away from you and I want to <laughs> sit at the gates and I want to, we talked about different people's yeah. uh, patterns. And you said one of your people that you talked about that you interviewed likes to just shut it all off. And another person is like, okay, well, I'm the person that's, I'm going to get there and I'm going to sit in the corner and get X, Y, Z done. Yeah. Because most normal people with a normal job think you can just get to the airport scooting in at the last possible minute. And it's not like that. Literally, it took me two and a half hours just to get to the checkpoint. They had people lined up out into the parking ramps of the Minneapolis airport along the perimeter waiting just to get to this. So two and a half hours of waiting in a parking lot ramp just to get to the main thing, which was completely full. So it was three and a half hours to get through security the other day because of Taylor Swift. <laughs> Gotta love her. Yeah. yeah. I, I, dude, I, we, we could definitely talk about air, airport uh, delays and, I mean, just the nightmares of it all. But is it a nightmare? You're uh, sure beats walking. That's what I tell people that bitch. And oh, my flight got canceled. And oh, oh, you poor thing. Like at least I, I could have flown. I could have driven. I was in Denver, and my flight got delayed. It was Southwest, and I don't usually throw them under the bus, but it was terrible to Dallas. And it was so late. It was. I mean, it was five hours late. And then by the time I got into Dallas, the rental car companies had shut down. You know, yep. I had already paid for my rental car. So then I had to Uber to my hotel yep. and then wake up an hour earlier to Uber back to the airport to get my rental car just to get back to work in the morning. So I was like, it, it, it's it's a domino effect. You know what I mean? It's not. That's, but that's, you chose the life of travel. Yeah. I, I mean, like a lot. I'm not 20 anymore. And I know what You're I not. No, I'm not. I know what I signed up for, you know, so yeah. that's where it comes to self correction and try to not be that jerk off that I can yeah. be having a good attitude. And then that has to do with who are you surrounding yourself with? So yeah. I've got some bandmates that are really great with travel. They would get a lot of the travel that we do is we all get done with what we're doing around seven or eight o'clock. We go to bed nine, 10, 11, 12, maybe four hours of sleep get up at one, get packed and we're packed and on the road bus calls at 2 a.m. And we have to drive 2 a.m., 2 p.m., 3, 4, maybe 14 hours straight, literally piss in a bottle because you can't get off the interstate when we're doing drive dates. And there, yeah. To get off the interstate, go to a Loves, go to a travel stop. That's adding 10, 15 minutes to your time that you don't have. So it's literally like, don't look, peeing in a bottle on the back of the bus. Um, unless we're on a tour bus, that's different, but then you can't do number two on that. You got to stop and you get there and some people are in a really gracious mood and we're tired and we've been driving all day and you got to meet all these people. And there's always these lovely people lined up outside of the venue and they're there early that don't understand. You've just been driving for for 14 hours with no pee breaks and you literally are going to, and you have to be gracious and kind. And then, like I said, some of the people that I travel with travel with are just poised with grace and peace and serenity. And then others are nightmares. 
and I want to punch them in the face. And then that makes it really hard when you want to just beat somebody's face. And so I can't do that. It's not legal and it doesn't make for a good not show. Most states. But yeah, most states. But yeah, but that's the wrestler in me, you know? Exactly. <laughs> know what you signed up for. <laughs> I would ask you a pointed question a little bit. Yeah. Is it more difficult for you being a female? You have your stage image. So when you show up and you just drove for 14 hours peeing in, in bottles and then your fans are there, are you are you makeup and wardrobe? Are you more conscious of that? Yeah, it's so that's really a great question. Um, part of the me getting up early and getting ready to go is give myself at least um, at least a half an hour to try to curl my hair and get yeah. some makeup on. Maybe I put the finishing touches on when I get there. But the thing is, is people take photos of you and you might just look like a pile of shit and they're out there forever. <laughs> and that's not fun. And they, oh. they're just excited and they don't understand, like, I'm not feeling my best. Now, we did do, oh, what do we do? We did a Friday night show packed up, loaded in all of our gear, PA, headed all the way to like Mississippi, got there delirious because we, we we played all night, then drove all night, another 10 hours. Yeah. And then we had a morning show. So I was so, so delirious. And like when you stayed up all night in college for a test and you're trying to take it and you're yeah. taking those no-dos or whatever those caffeine pills were back then. And you're just like, and then I just remember people just kept wanting photos and I hadn't gotten ready yet. And I, I wasn't rude, but I was just like, Hey, I just, I haven't slept in like two and a half days and please let me just get dressed before you're snapping up because it really, Oh, you look fine. No, I don't. Look no. Like shit. Yeah. no, I look like absolute dog shit and I don't want to see that online. And then you have people, even when you're on your game, you're looking hot and fly. <laughs> they don't know how to take a picture to save their, so I don't know what filter they have on their camera other than F you, whatever. And it's like, it's so horrible. And like, there's this one picture I remember circulating of me and I'm, I'm five, five. I'm usually around 130 pounds. I'm pretty in pretty good shape. It, whatever angle they got me at, it like grimace <laughs> from McDonald's. And then the lighting was like purple on me. And it, literally there was this meme going around of, fat goldie the grimace and i was like oh my god <laughs> I, I looked like the grimace and i didn't know like kind of warped angle were they at where like my butt my butt cheeks looked like this huge pear that had just blown up and and it was just this awful thing I was like, <laughs> that's what, that's what. please i looked good that day could you have found a one guy god bless his soul he comes to our and I, I don't know if he's just going like this with every but we're all blurry we all look like some cryptid Sasquatch. Oh, it's just awful. So yeah, you want to, you want to at least try to get ready a little bit so that. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day. Couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Because you got to look at this stuff for the rest of your life. And it's yeah, like, potentially, yeah. Toll on your mental health when people are calling you Goldie the Fat Grimace. You know, that's not very nice. <laughs> I, I can tell you, I, I, there's two, t- two celebrities I've asked for a, a picture with. Sure. I'm trying to think. I'm, there's only two I can remember. One was an LAX. Um, but the other one, so I'm at NFR, I'm at the rodeo. Olivia Newton John's at the party I'm at. So, I mean, this is going back. She just passed away, but. This is probably eight. No, no, this is nine years ago. Okay. I, I don't take selfies. So I, you know, and so I'm sitting there talking to her. She's my wife's, my wife was her biggest fan. Like my wife w- should have been at that party with me, but she didn't want to go, that type of thing. So, so I meet Olivia with her husband and, and I'm like, I never do this, but is it possible I could take a picture? Because I, serious, my wife will not believe me that I met you. She'll just think I'm, joking around so we go to take the picture and i have my camera i don't know if you can see this so i'm like this and i she goes oh, she goes i'm like this and she goes no honey and she grabs my hand and puts it up like this and pulls it further away basically she she showed me the proper angle to take a photo with her she knows she yeah. had no she had no problem <laughs> no no honey <laughs> that's that's really 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 cute and i'm glad yeah. that because she you just want to look your best you know yeah. you're not, you like her for a certain reason. You don't want to like her for me. It's so interesting. I was watching, um, there's a post online that somebody was at a Keith Urban show and they were, you know, lower and they were looking up at him and the picture was of him, like from here, like where she would have said, uh, uh-uh, honey, like it was underneath. And in the background was the jumbotron, which was shot above. Yeah. And the picture of him on the jumbotron was just like, I would like to have sex with that man right now. Like he was just beautiful and he was singing. And I was like, Oh, your voice. And he's a good looking guy. And then this shot from the depths of the murky hell with the chicken neck and just unflattering. And again, he's a great looking guy with this angle that they had him at is if you're 20, 25, maybe cool. Anything after that, nah, honey, bring it up here. Even Kim Kardashian will teach you that. Like there is an art of the selfie. The family has mastered it. Yeah. But this horrible picture of Keith Urban, I would have just, how do you not, again, it probably was a guy taking it. They didn't. Sure. Yeah. He looks like crap. Like I would never have posted that. So yeah, there is an art. Good point. I get makeup done as much as I can before I see anybody because. Well, hopefully, hopefully your fans, if they listen to this episode, they'll know to give you a few minutes and. Maybe they'll, they'll yeah, hold like the, their camera up a little higher. That's not going to, you should, some people are so like. Unaware. I just, just, it's like, just, just, and I'm not the nicest person. I have to work very hard at being <laughs> patient and kind. I'm not, I'm just, I'm rough around the edges. I'm, I'm rock and roll and I have to work really hard at it. So I know that I have to work hard at it to just give me a beat. And I have a roommate right now that's in between places and I, I don't normally ever live with somebody and I'm used to my space. And there's a reason for it. Yeah. Horrible mood and just being able to 
decompose, as I called it one day. I just need to decompose. I meant decompress. <laughs> so I need to be able to decompose for just a couple of minutes when everybody's been dumping on me. And when you have this yeah. lovely person there, just bright eyed and bushy tailed and asking 50 questions, it's like, sometimes I have a meltdown. I don't mean to, but I, but I do. Pe- but people are, humans are humans. Oh yeah. You know how to manage yourself. You know what you need to just put your best foot forward. And when you're not getting that, and that goes to traveling as well. Like, you know what you, I know certain people I travel with have to have the coffee before we do anything. Fuel up and get their coffee or they, and then I know some people don't want to talk at all. They want to just lay their head down on one of the bunks until they feel like a human and emerge <laughs> yeah. and then they're ready and you just, you don't mess with them and don't poke the bear when you're traveling. If you know somebody's regime, their routine, yeah. let them, do their, let them do their thing or you're going to be dealing with a nightmare for the rest of the trip. I was going to ask you how important is it? And I've asked a lot of my musician guests, how important is it? Like, like this person could be an exemplary musician and they, they hit the pocket. They're right there for you on stage, but they travel like, assholes so, so it's called the hang it's called the hang like what's their hang level right so have you ever contemplated or or actually gotten rid of a band member because they they didn't travel good i never get rid of anyone just because the shelf life of somebody in this band is usually at the two-year mark people start getting antsy and if you don't have like a beyonce metallica record deal they're like the grass is greener yeah. um the drummer that i've had my best buddy has been like 10 years. I don't know what stick around. Um, so it, like, even if I didn't get along with him, I would keep them around. Like I keep people around, even if they're bad travelers, just because the, the changeover is just so much work to like train somebody in and get them to know the cues and the jokes and all the banter. But yeah, I mean, when you have a bad traveler, it just makes, life so much harder you would think in nashville that there's just so many musicians but it is so hard to find them and i don't mean to be mean but i call most of them maggots because i don't like them and they just remind me of little larvae that find some piece of poop or a piece of meat to infest and then they lay their eggs in there and like that's how a lot of the musicians are in nashville and in la like it's just They're, they're not even real musicians. They're just people that are music enthusiasts. They think they're a musician when musician really should come with traveling uh, experience or skills. long studio hours. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Like it's so many people call themselves a music musician, but it's like, to me, a musician these days is a hybrid and it's somebody that has business intelligence and savvy and, yeah. and wants to be, savvy in those areas and not just hey i'm here i'm gonna play they hold their hand out and go what's the bread for this gig and um, if one more person asks me what's the bread for this gig i'll punch them in the face because it's not about that i now have a new title for this episode what's the bread for this gig yeah and i'll come to your house (laughs) (laughs) it won't be a nice honey up here (laughs) here. next time you see goalie say what's the bread for this gig (laughs) I'll open a can of whoop ass. Yeah, I hate it. That'll, well, that'll be the meme from this episode. Thank you. That's a good, a good meme. Maybe we'll make that. I'll make that just to make myself comforted. Feel better. There you go. Get you used to it. Yeah, because I, I, I think the same thing. Podcasting, people are like, oh, you're so lucky. You're so It's so easy. You just hit record and <laughs> you're done. I'm like, yeah, that's why most people quit after like 
I think the average episodes is like average podcast is like seven episodes. Oh, really? and yours is two seventy. You'll be two fifty. Two fifty. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, you're like thirty ahead of me. So then, in in podcasting years, that's about four plus years, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm at five. So I do. You're I try to do try and do one a week. Okay. So then I take two weeks off. Mainly during the rodeo. I don't want to deal with it when I'm there. That's because of your other businesses that you do, which I'm fascinated by. I've been liking your stuff. Thank you for all your kindness that you've been showing me online too. That's very nice. Thank you. Well, that's, you know, we, we talked on your show and I think it's, it's pretty awesome. You're a busy lady, right? But it's, and it's all on purpose. And I think, I think a lot of people, especially younger, younger people think, well, I'm just going to be this, this one thing and it's going to blow up and I'm going to be great at it. It usually doesn't work out that way. It usually doesn't. Yeah, I don't know if to, I'm trying to, I know of a couple, but not many. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a matter of hustle a lot of times. Even the couple that you see, you're not seeing the behind the, the scenes. The whole thing. That's right. A lot of help, and it's not just blowing up overnight. It's a lot of help. You look at Mr. Beast, and you look at what went into all of that, and yeah, it's it's a lot of help. Yeah, even the Kardashians, like you said earlier, it's like a, a lot of a lot of help. A lot of behind the scenes, you know. So it, it's, have you always been that way? Or is it something like where you just kind of morphed into, well, I have to do this, so I have to do this. And, oh, I got to do this, so I have to do this. Always been like that. Um, started modeling and doing commercials and films when I was three. And you just feel this, like, this hustle. Yeah. Um, of being brought everywhere and hustle and bustle. I made a lot of money. My mom was terminally ill. The more money that I made, the longer my mom could stay alive. That was like a subconscious pressure put on me, but yeah. there, that's what I, that's my cross to bear. But was it a cross? Like she got some yeah. great subsidized as medical subsidized medical because of all of the stuff that I was blessed enough to be able to do. So um, three, four, five hustling, six, seven, eight, nine touring, doing opera in Europe. Now you're doing commercials, modeling, and you're in school or a tutor. And now you're on a tour. Like you can't do that to a kid and not expect them to just be changed forever. Eight to 10, Annie off Broadway to two shows a day. There was no, that's where I developed sleep deprivation. I'm just like a (laughs) disorder that you have. Yeah. Like I don't sleep now to this day. Like, so it's easy for me to get four hours of sleep and not be a complete creature. Um, but during the day when I do need to rest or just even just need to be away from everybody, that's where just leave me, leave me alone. Or, or you'll just say, do you, are you a napper? Uh, people do that. I can try to do the 20 minute thing. That's it, just ends up 40 minutes snooze, maybe an hour snooze, maybe two hours snooze. Maybe okay. I just go to bed tonight. Yeah. The, the napping doesn't, it has worked in the past, the 20 minute thing, but I don't sleep really. I just don't. And I'm a light sleeper. Um, so even if the 20 minute nap, if one little thing happens, I'm, I'm up, I'm ready to go. I don't know why that I, I think I'm a I deep was... sleeper. My wife's a light sleeper. I can tell you she's a light sleeper because at two 30 this morning, there was an earthquake off the coast and it woke her up and I was dead asleep. <laughs> Good for you. That's a gift. I wish I had that. That's one of the things I wish I had was being the, able to do a deep the, sleep. The, the wife made, made sure I, I knew there was an earthquake. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank her for letting me borrow you on a holiday weekend. Oh, uh, no, that's, but, but that's, that's the whole thing, right? That's, that's as a traveler, you can't, I mean, 
I've been unfortunate enough to, to book a hotel that's next to a train track, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that you, I didn't look up on, on Google earth or check reviews. So at two in the morning, you hear the train. Like, Question. Question yeah. to you and your listeners. What are the things that you have learned throughout the years? And I'll tell you mine um, on booking a hotel on what to, oh. what to you want to go first. You want me to, you go first. You go first. You're the guest. Okay. All right. Elevators. I won't do a room near an elevator for obvious reasons. Drunk yeah. people getting in and off and making noise will never do an adjacent room again. Because again, the intoxicated people coming in late from whatever come in and they're really loud. And every time they open and close their door, the wind, the suction that is not perfect around the adjacent uh, adjoining door. Um, yeah. It'll suck in your room. Um, ice machines. I, I always ask, how far is this room from the vending machine? I'm not going to listen to somebody again, drunk. Everybody's yeah, drunk. Yeah. It's worth the line. I'm like, ah, good for you, but just let me have my two hours of sleep, please. So, ice machines, elevators, and, and adjoining rooms, no, no go. Um, try to look at Google before and see yeah. is it interstate? Is it tucked away a little bit? What does the parking lot look like? Is look for, there? I look for train tracks. Train tracks. Yep. I don't like the really expensive hotels because you have to pay $20, $30 for the internet. You have to pay to valet or just use their parking lot. Like just a nice holiday Inn express or something where you are free to come and go and park your vehicle. There's room for a trailer and a bus and this and that. Like I look at all of that stuff. And a lot of times the hoity hoity hotels are just a in the ass. Like I got to tell you, I look for that open parking and do they have a breakfast and things like that? How about you? Train tracks? What else? I'm train tracks. The, the, the one of the tips I, I, I always tell people is if, if I, if I'm there for a night, I don't really care. Like I'll just check in and go. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If I'm going to be there for multiple nights, i.e. like the rodeo, I'm there for 16 nights. I go, before I undo everything, my bags and my computer and all that, I check everything in the hotel to make sure it works. Hot water, make sure that the blinds close and work. That way I haven't put everything away. And then... They go, well, we can switch you to a new room. I'm like, oh, my God. You know? Smart, Peter. I never in all of my years of traveling never to do that. That is a really brilliant tip. That should be the meme in the thumbnail for this. No, 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 no. You've got your meme. (laughs) I'm friends for this gig. Yeah. Please, sir. More food. Yeah. Yeah. The the other things I, I, like I said, I'm not picky. As long as it's pretty clean, 
pretty clean. You know, because I'm there for if I'm there for a night, I'm good. Just just give me a. I always look for I I always ask for an east facing room, mm. so, or excuse me, a west facing room, because the east facing rooms, the sunset sunrises comes up, and I don't have to get up till like nine. I don't want to wake up at six because the sun's coming through. Okay. The, cheaper hotel, the cheaper hotels won't have the the, the blackout windows. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, I've never stayed at a hotel that I couldn't pretty much get it. It needs to be pitch black for me to be able to sleep. So I really haven't knocked on what I haven't hit that many that have non-blackout or just that. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is we had a band member that was constantly checking the reviews just to make sure even the nicer hotels that there weren't roaches. because We just didn't want those. Yeah. Friends. Um, you can tell right away when. Like you get on there and every single guest is like there was roaches everywhere there and it's sometimes it's like a really nice hotel. What's the what's? I mean, I'll, I'll give you mine, but what's the, the the craziest story you have from a hotel? Um, I don't know if it's the craziest, but recently, like again, it was one of those two day runs where we haven't slept in like two days. And we had a really nice hotel in the area. Wasn't a lot of hotels in there, but we got to bed. I think I just, I'm hard, it's hard for me to fall asleep, but I just fell asleep. And like, literally like a minute afterwards, you heard one of my bandmates slamming things, packing up, just getting his suitcases ready. And apparently like the minute 30 seconds into shutting off the lights, like the cockroaches started coming out of the armoire and filling up into their coffee cups. So like there was just cockroaches everywhere. And that would be one. Another one was in Osan, Korea. We were all sitting on, my band manager and the, all the background dancers in the band, I was sitting on the edge of my bed long ways. And then everybody was around me because we had um, one of those old, you know, camcorders where you had to open up the screen and like, we wanted to watch the performance. And so we were all like on the bed and watching it on the screen and looking and all of a sudden, like the manager said really calmly. Now I don't want any of you. <laughs> want any of you to scream right now i want you to remain calm i don't want anybody to scream and every sudden we started looking at each other and when we looked up and we looked at the walls and there were uh, i guess they're about three inch long three to four maybe five i'd say five five inch long flying cockroaches in our son and then everybody screamed and then they go for the sound and they all started flying into our mouths and then oh. I got three five-inch flying cockroaches hit my hair, and they were in my hair, and I can't. And that was just like that's awesome. And after that, I brushed my teeth in the shower. No, nope, don't do that. And I got within twelve hours, I had a parasite growing so fast, rapidly inside of me that I couldn't even stand up at all. And oh then. Mustang Club. Everybody's like, "Oh, you're playing the Mustang Club." I'm like, "Yeah, oh, playing the Mustang Club." Oh, I heard you're playing the Mustang Club. I'm like, "Yeah, what, what's up with the Mustang yeah, what, Club?" What did I miss? On the clubs, on the bass, and here's me getting ready to play the Mustang Club. I I didn't know what was wrong with me. I couldn't stand up. I had to hold on to somebody. Um, I was completely like something had taken over my body. Like I was the host, and I was just so weak and couldn't. And then. Oh, you're playing. Welcome to the Mustang Club. And I was like, what? And then they were like, here's your waiver. 
make sure that you don't use the N word. And I'm like, why, what, what are you talking about? Like, why would I use the N word at a club? Well, apparently it's, it's a segregated base. This was an African-American black club. And then they're like making me sign waivers so that they put up a net in front of my performance so that when people get angry at me and throw bottles at me, they won't actually get my face cut. And I've signed this. So apparently this, Anyways, all I remember is there's this net in front of me. I can't, I don't even know where I'm at. I'm like looking around, like I, I thought I was going to die, but I, I needed to get paid because the whole crew is here. I yeah. they gave me like a cane and I'm like standing up against some thing in a cane. And then there's all these like African-American people not happy to see some blonde girl at their club. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. And I was like, <laughs> like I'm going to die. And um, I remember because I was trained with Prince's camp and did a lot of stuff in Minneapolis. And I just remember like one of my mentors, a very, very famous, I'll leave his name out of this, a very famous African-American musician. He's like, if you ever get stuck in this kind of situation, I was like, I was like, oh, I could just hear his like words going. If you ever get stuck in this situation, like an old Sesame Street episode, if you ever get stuck in this situation, it's all I can remember is like telling jokes and like I said to the man to the man in the purple velvet suit and shoes and hat with the purple feather. Let's let's all give a round of applause for yeah. this man. And he, everybody was like, "What is this?" And so the man like rose and he was like nodding to everybody. And so that bought me a little bit of time that I was complimenting people in the audience and yeah. then. I did the first song and all I could hear is if you ever get stuck in this situation, pull out the soul clap. So it's like this pop music with my little headset, Britney Spears in around. I was like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to break down. We're going to do some soul claps right now. Yeah. So we started like, we started so, and like people were like, how does this white girl know about soul claps? And I just remembered everything. Well, anyway, I think I did three songs, collapsed on the stage. I managed to just not get the, the bottles thrown at me because I started right out complimenting people yeah, and not being pretentious and not acting like I was, you know, anyways, I did, I did everything I was going to do. I wouldn't say I had a lovely time at the Mustang club, but I survived it. Yeah. And it was good. Now I know to ask questions like, is this a segregated? I would have never thought that things were still segregated, but yeah. Oh, you live and learn. And I ended up going to the airport and it was the most horrific flight of my life where the parasite took over so badly that I would have to open my eyes and pull out like three to four feet long strings of continuous mucus. And the person next to me knew what I had. He was a scientist from Germany. He knew right away what I had. He had a packet of some I don't know what they were. There was something to try to kill it because he traveled a lot in Asia. And all I remember is every 10 to 15 minutes I had to find a hot water Kleenex paper towel just to pat my eyes so they didn't seal shut with mucus and dry. It was just, and it was like a day and a half of flying. That's probably my worst story from a hotel and just traveling. Like, And then when I got home, I, yeah, I had a three foot long, Tapeworm. Oh, really? They measured after he dug it out of its glory, but yeah, it was three feet long. Don't brush your teeth 
and and play when they say don't drink the water it means don't drink the water and don't brush your teeth with that water wow. there you go there there's a travel tip for you because there's no fun pulling out a three foot long tape bottled water right even that I would question. Yeah. Make sure it's not. Yeah. Make sure there's no parasites and that you're, you're welcome at the club. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine standing there like that? I thought I was going to die. And then I did, I did faint. And you they, thought, yeah, I, you, it made me think of the movie roadhouse before Patrick Swayze's character got there and Jeff Healy was up there playing and they were, I never saw that. Really? Yeah. You've never seen roadhouse. I better see it. I better go rent it. Oh my God. Or, you know, Who are you, Goldie? Apparently not cool enough. So they, they, uh, it was a rough bar, but that they had chicken wire in front of the stage. Um, and Jeff Healy, who was a blind guitarist, was up there, and they were throwing bottles and all that. <laughs> Same thing. And then Swayze comes in, cleans up the club. They can take the chicken wire down, and Healy can play in peace. Uh, well, that wasn't the case for me, but, like, yeah. No, you didn't stay around long enough, see? Yes, no, it was it was a really. Like, I'm going. <laughs> brutal. It was a brutal trip. How about you? What's your worst story? I, I can't, I'm not even going to touch that. We'll just I don't know what it is. What you got? No, no, I got I got nothing like that. Service not working. Couldn't get the password for the internet connection. What's I, your story? Come on. It was a a a couple. Uh, oh, I was in a in a cheaper hotel, Same. and they were enjoying their company <laughs> all night long. And I mean all night long. Apparently our headboards were <laughs> wall to wall. So I was like, whatever, you know, they're having fun. This is great. You know, I wake up in the morning and I look out and I see the couple on the, on the balcony smoking. Lucky you. It wasn't what I had pictured. <laughs> and it's sure. not what, it's, it's not what I had wanted to see. Um, and then I look at, so I was, I'm leaving cause I'm, that's what I do. And I look in, and there's three kids sitting on the on the bed. Oh my! Oh my goodness! I'm like, if they woke me up, and I was in the next room, see yeah. no more. Yeah. Wow. So I was, it was just a, like you know, you have that. You can have that picture in your head of all oh, this couple's having romantic, and then you're like, now in my head, I'm like, where were the kids? Like, there's only. I want to unsee this. But yeah. 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 Unhear it too. Um, I will tell you that I have woken up with somebody that worked at the hotel at the end of my bed. Yeah. They let themselves in. Hmm. So this particular woman was convinced that I would like to explore my sexuality, which I'm pretty confident on. I'm a heterosexual. I'm passing. You yeah. Know. Yeah, and she was just convinced that it was going to go a different way, and that didn't that didn't go very well for her. So yeah, yeah. So from then on, I got myself a fake ID and uh, a credit card that matches, and I check in as a completely different me and a completely different everything because it just it doesn't it doesn't work. And they will find you when they've got your ID. Did you know that on your credit card? Um, there's something with your credit card that when you get your key card for your hotel, this is what I've been told and I've had some really bad things happen that your information is stored on that key card. Like I didn't know that. So like if you lose that key card, you've got information on there that can be scanned with the proper 
tools and technology to suck your information off of there. Like I didn't know that, but that's what I've been told by different hotel personnel and people that managed hotels. So I get my key cards back. I don't, I don't return them back. I don't either. I never have, but never do that. Um, I've, and ironically, uh, sadly, I've had my identity taken like several times because, and, and directly after like a stay or something like that. So I don't like, um, if, if I'm paying for rooms, I make my bandmates give me the key cards back because they could have a degenerate kid, which some yeah. of them that have been in jail and doing bad stuff. And they could just take that information and go take it to somebody that they know that works at a lower budget hotel. And if they've wow. got the tools to suck that off, take it off. And then they've got all my stuff. So whether or not that's true or not, I've heard it from so many different hospitality professionals. That's that a, tra- that's a tip right there for, even if it's urban legend, I just don't, I don't leave that key in the room. I never I, have either, but I, I mean, give it to anybody else. I don't return it. I destroy it. And that's part of their cost. The other thing is, is I used to leave business cards. I still do sometimes, but we'll leave a band card with a nice tip. Say thanks from the Goldilocks fan. I literally have found, have had people find me on Instagram begging me for money and saying I was your uh, hotel uh, person. I cleaned your hotel and can you send me some money? And I was just like, man, you know, I just gave you a tip. I don't necessarily have it. I'm a musician. Yeah. But I not that much money because we get paid in a check or direct deposit. And it takes like three weeks, six weeks, whatever. You and shouldn't I have to left, say any of that. Yeah, I still left you a nice tip and you are like hustling me online. At, Here's my cash app. I'm like, no, it's not going to. It's a, that's, oh. like, that's pretty cool. We didn't have like some bond or some great conversation that you can hit me up yeah. with. And you're asking a musician, like, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, they're hitting up the wrong people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. No I mean, kidding. I, I, it's definitely a, a, it's a, a profession you do because you love it. Absolutely. That's not where you're making your money. You make it from the peripheral and all the other things, and that's cool. But, yeah, I don't think people understand that. Well, even like, I, you know, I talked to Steve Stevens. The, the guitar from Billy Idol, he's been in the business for 40 plus years. It's changed. It's not, it's not at all what it used to be. And so the perception of, well, I'm just going to get a record deal. I'm going to become a millionaire. I'm going to go on tour, make millions on tour. That doesn't happen anymore. It's, no. I mean, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of nights at the Mustang club. Even the people that are like Taylor Swift, we were talking about, like she's got over 50 semis that are showing up. Yeah. There's a reason that those ticket sales are that expensive. It's really, really, really expensive to put on that show. So much insurance, liability, all this stuff, crew members, union, this and that. It's a huge, well-oiled machine. It's crazy, you know, and it's just, there's a lot of money involved. So, you, you know, the uh, dancer, Dita Fontes, she's I a don't. dancer. Um, she talks about, she talked about the exact same thing. Like a lot of people looked at her and said, Oh my God, you know, you're in a, in a venue with 2000 people and you're making, you know, $80 a person, you know, Oh my God, you're, you're, you must be a millionaire. Yeah. And she's like, I'm looking at the empty seats. I'm looking at how many people I have to bring in the the insurance, the travel, the food budgets, you know, that's all on her. So if, if, if only 1500 people show up, well, that's 500 empty seats. That means it's 25% less revenue, but you know what I mean? It's just the business end of it. We don't always see as, as, oh, as uh, customers or patrons. That's all I look at is the, the bottom end, bottom line on, on everything. 
you know, like I, bottom, yeah, I, I watch some of your cheapskate stuff. Huh? How do you, I, I guess I am too, because, but when I travel, I'm, I'm always thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm going to stay here because my wife's not with me so I can stay at a cheaper hotel. Hello. Like, Hello. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm not going to eat at the, at the Hilton buffet because they charge more. I'll go, you know, so I, I guess those are people that don't, didn't make their own money is how I always. We have, a, we have a person that is no longer with us. I wish them well, but some of the biggest fights that we got on the road were I need to stay at a X amount of dollar hotel because there won't be pests or this or that. I'm like, you can still get a pest free hotel for a hundred or $150 less yeah. than what you're paying. And when I'm paying, an extra $150 a night for how many rooms? That's an extra $500 each night. That's 500. That's $2,500 a week. That's a thousand. That's $10,000 a month extra that I would be spending if we played every night for you. If that was your money, oh, ho, ho. You best believe me, you would be staying at the rat's ass hotel. So even when I'm with somebody, I'm like, you know what? What did you say? Enjoying ourselves? Like, yeah. I don't need a $300 hotel to enjoy myself if I'm with a great partner. I'd rather enjoy myself, like getting a nice dinner somewhere and then coming back to someplace decent, not yeah. like bottom of the barrel, but like all the bells and whistles. Like, I just think that's a piss of money. It just is. Unless you just have it. It's coming out your butt. You're good. I, I that, that that's, that's the company credit card. And then I'm on the sole proprietorship credit even, card even the company credit card um peter i'm just too cheap that i would never do that because i know at the end of the day that's gonna my dad used to always say nothing in life is free and at the end of the day even if it looks like it's great expense account that's coming from somewhere and that's coming yeah. from a place that's a pool that maybe if there was a promotion or a raise or an increase like that pool has been dwindled or diminished and i'm not going to get it so Again, I'm not like so cheap that it's just like an unpleasant experience, but I'm always yeah. smart about it. And if it's just me, I don't give a as long as it's not crawling with five inch flying cockroaches, I'm I'm good. Well, I'm with you. Hey, that brings up so the reason I call this show the travel wins is as I traveled around, I, I tried to create wins outside of just my my day job. You know, how much I how many cowboy boots did I sell, how many hats did I sell? Because when I would drive and I, I'd be, you know, I'm driving to Northern California, it's an eight hour drive. And it's like, I would sit there and go, okay, well, hotel rooms this much, gas is going to cost me this much, food's going to cost me this much, I'm going to have to sell this much, you know. And so I would just get so worked up about how, all the all the bad stuff that could happen. You know, oh my God, what if the tire breaks down and I have to get to AAA and then blah, 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 blah. So I tried creating wins along the way. So, or the way I look at things, right? So if if I if I go and I see a turkey vulture, and and it stops on the side of the road, I'll stop, take a look at, it, take some pictures of it, and go, okay, that was my win for the day. If I see a, a traffic accident, I go, man, if I would been here ten minutes earlier, I could have been in that. So my win for the day was that. So it took my brain off the the, the money parts of it okay. of, of me traveling. So I didn't know if you do you have anything that 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 gets you to not think about. How much you're spending all day long? Oh, that's a really good question. I'm always in a panic and 
I'm always in a panic because I think so many people don't think about it and they're not conscious of it. It's just like they just show up and they have to do like the minimum required status quo and it's all on me. The only thing that ever gets me through things as a win, there's two different things. One is just being extra kind to somebody at a stop somewhere that I can tell is a worse place than me or they're not living their best life. I try to find some thing to compliment them on and like just make their day because it makes me feel better also. So it's it's not completely like, you know, righteous. Like I think, well, if I make this person feel good, then I did, I did something. That's a win. That's, that's my win or the other win. It's just, it's not really a win. It's just something that I do. And that is, I always have a comedy CD available. Even if we don't have internet service, there's something that I can play of like some of my favorite guys, which are Greg Gerardo or Dean Cook's double disc classic, like where there's going to be funny shit on there that I know is going to make me laugh and just take my brain off of like how much everything is costing. Cause it's, a <laughs> those are like two coping mechanisms that I have. Yeah. I don't really stop. We don't, I can't even stop to pee, let alone look at a Turkey vulture. Uh, we got to keep on, plowing through and that gets to be a little grueling sometimes but- yeah, I, that's because I, the difference between us is I, I usually travel by myself and you you have a gathering so yeah. I, I i have the ability to go i'm gonna go and take an hour and go look at the museum or whatever just to take my brain off some of us are like that though where we like to stop and then others have you know other jobs that they need to do which i need yeah. to we need to be respectful of time here i do yep, have a- yep. Like we got my plate, so we've got a few more minutes, but I've got a flight today. And like I just stopped and thought, what an enjoyable conversation I'm having with Peter. And then oh shit. Gotta you go. Stray dog, break your stride. And you had and then on the way to the airport today, I just had a network ask for they asked for could I just get a paragraph and a couple of and then I know what that means. That means I've got an opportunity to pitch something and a freaking paragraph and a photo ain't going to cut it. Like it's always, can I just get, but I know if I get off of this with you yeah. the airport, I'm, I'm already ready to go. I wrote a script uh, on the toilet. And if I just can go quickly film with this lighting, um, hit my points, then I can edit it at the airport on my phone with InShot. Um, I use it too. I edit enough to get a really good sizzle at the airport. And if it's on my phone, I can even do it because it's all downloaded. I can do it on the plane today. So like, that's where I'm thinking, like when you were talking about this, and yeah. then all of a sudden it just goes to, like, there's, I don't think I've ever in my life been able to really enjoy anything that I've done, nor will I probably ever. But I know because there's just, there's no time to, it's always next, next, next. But my win is I know other people enjoy it. I know the humor that uh, the shows that I'm on provide people, helps them have a good life. And then I know the band and the music that we play, whether it's original or covers or something familiar. I know it takes other people's minds off of things. It's their museum. It's their turkey vulture. Yeah. Right back to what I said about, if I can compliment somebody or make them feel better, then that makes me feel better. That's a win-win. So, I mean, that's just my whole life is a vicious circle, but I chose it. So yeah. I can't complain about, you can't complain about what you wanted to do your whole life. Like I want to be an entertainer. So I hope that 
some things that I say, or if they're off color, they rub you the wrong way, or you like them, or you agree or disagree, at least it's emoting, it's bringing out an emotion in you. Yeah. And that celebrates you being alive. Like when you see people getting heated on a thread and hear them here for the comments, like that's just human beings. Yeah. Just still being able to be free speech. I don't know how long that's going to go, but you're still allowed to put your opinion out there. And I just sit back and smile and say, at least we can still do that. And is that a cat in the background? Hello. No, no, that's, that's, that's my Louie. That's my dog. Yeah. So. My, little, my little French bulldog. He's, he's reminding me that I'm on time too. Is it ready? Is it ready for him to eat or what, go to the bathroom? It's breakfast time. Yeah. I can't thank you enough for your time today. And, and oh, no. yeah, I, I, oh. I, just so you know, I will be responding to a lot of your, your Instagram posts with br a bread emoji. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> bread from the skid, bro. I'm like, I'm not a bro. <laughs> but, uh, I don't refer to it as bread. And the fact that you even need to ask me is that you're a broke ass mother trucker. <laughs> this because we want you to have your own money and then take this money that you're making and have it bless your life and enhance things but i'm not your sugar mama <laughs> see you later no, it's not um you asked me or or originally or earlier what i could talk about and plug before we yep. go you got up? follow at goldilocks the y g-o-l-d-y goldilocks rocks on instagram or twitter there's a million facebook pages don't ever know which one is the right one but instagram and twitter are the main and then uh, we've got a new uh, song coming out. It's called Just Say Yes with a really amazing uh, accompanying retro video where we're going to have this awesome contest where we're going to oh, be wow. a lot of money. And I will reveal later and talk about that contest later. But just want to prime it and say if you could just follow on the socials so that when it comes around, maybe you and your family would have a chance to win some really great money. It's going to be a really fun way to enter. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll make sure to post that on my website and... Oh, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. En enjoy your day. Enjoy your flight. Enjoy everything you got going on. Good luck with your editing. Oh, uh, thank you. The cat, the dog. Such a pleasure um, to be on and, and meet you. You're such a salt of the earth guy. I just can't thank you enough. I, I appreciate the time, Goldie. You, you enjoy your Sunday. <laughs> you too. I know you got to work tomorrow. Bye. Yep. See you later. Bye, sweetheart.